0: Welcome back. You're listening to iRadio. That's i102104. Just kidding! You've been pranked. That is actually Emma, my podcast. Um, Welcome or welcome back. I don't know if you've listened before. But yeah, Um, I'm not going to say it every single episode, but I feel bad for not being consistent with my doling out of episodes and recording and whatever, but I've been living kind of hedonistic lifestyle the last few weeks, just since everything has opened up, not everything, but outdoor pubs. been going out a lot and it's been really fun. And it's been really like affirming of my um, progress, I guess. Not to be sappy, but the last time I went out was, hmm, ooh, yeah, the last time I went out was January 2020, and I, ooh, it was not a good, it was not a good story. I, yeah, I kept ordering double vodkas in pint glasses, and I, like, smashed one accidentally, but all over me, and it was at a pub quiz, like, it was not, it was not the time to be having a little fit, but, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you've listened before or just know me as a person, you'll know that that time in my life was not great. But it's really nice to go back out and not have to drink myself into oblivion or even have the temptation to. It's just nice to be able to practice trying to be controlled and just talk to random people. And yeah, it's amazing. And honestly, I'm not that bothered about things inside, like indoor dining. It'd be nice but at the same time if it's going to stop everything else opening up whatever like it's fine we'll deal without it. Um, Yeah just in case you wanted to know my thoughts on the (laughs) government's plan for opening up but yeah I've just been kind of focused on having fun. Which there's nothing wrong with that, but you know you're not gonna achieve much in life if that's all you're doing. well, it depends what your goal is like maybe your goal is to just achieve um constant fulfillment of your like adrenaline needs or just to be as happy as you can all the time, but see, it's hard if. Your true kind of happiness comes from success and hard work and having that pay off. Because just like momentary little bursts of dopamine aren't going to make you long term happy. Um, But at the same time there's nothing wrong with a few weeks of just having fun and not really worrying about not having plans to... I don't know impact your mortgage oh god the thought of the thought of actually being an adult and growing up and having to deal with that sort of stuff is so terrifying and I don't know if I've talked about it before on this but ever since I started my medication for like depression anxiety which is just Lexapro and Seroquel I guess it's the Seroquel more so than the Lexapro but i have had crazy vivid dreams most nights like and that's been year and a half about a year and a half jesus ugh. wonder what that's doing can't be good to take medication like long term uh whatever it's fine but um yeah and i used to never have dreams unless they were like the occasional nightmare which scarred me and i can still remember actually like two specific terrifying nightmares that i had as a child and one of them in particular i would get like annually once a year and it just oh it was awful um and then the other was just a once-off but i was in belgium with this family and there was a clock and as it rang 12 i die i was going to die or Oh, something I can't remember. It was very kind of like prophetic, like men in dark cloaks, stuff like that. It was very scary, but um, yeah. Apart from those, I never really dreamt. But now, every night, I get no rest, no respite from this shell that I'm encased in. Um, because every night I have to live out my own literal movie. People wonder why I don't watch movies all the time. It's because I watch them every night. I'm bored. I, I not even bored. I just need a break. but so last night I had this dream, and it I know that dreams only last a couple seconds in real life, but they last. feels like weeks when I dream. So this particular dream was I didn't know I was pregnant and then I was like it was me right now and I was pregnant and gave birth and then had this child but it was like real time me raising this child not raising but like dealing with motherhood and me realizing that like my list of names and my phone aren't appropriate for my kids I was like This little girl, I was like, oh, I can't call you Diana. You're not a Diana. Like, it was so weird. Oh, oh, I'm so, I'm surprised that I even get up in the morning because I've lived a life every night. Um, But yeah, just the thought of that is very scary. And it's not the first time, actually, recently, I've been having a lot of dreams about having kids and stuff, um, which is scary. Because, of course, I'd love to, but... Not anytime soon. I have so much life to live before I can commit to, like, raising and caring for and living for, basically, another human. Um, And that really just hammered at home, that dream last night. Oh, my God. And I kept being like, like, okay, obviously, obviously this is not real experience, but it was pretty realistic so I guess what it made me realize is when you go into parenthood you can't be bored anymore like that must be so weird because obviously no one likes being bored it's not a nice feeling but still it's nearly like a birthright you know and everyone should be entitled to The ability to be bored. Or feel bored. And. That kind of strips you of that. Because you aren't afforded your own time. Anymore. Really. I mean until the kids get older. Um, Because boredom used to. Oh my god. It used to be the worst. It would be like a guttural feeling. Of just pain. I couldn't. That I couldn't kind of what's the word satisfy um but it's all right now you know I mean I still get very bored though um but yeah I have my little hobbies which I think everyone really needs to work on that's what quarantine taught me like I say quarantine the last 15 months like the pandemic um And I, yeah, at the beginning, I was just like, bitch, if I have to quarantine for two weeks, I can't do it. Like, you're locking me in a room with the bitch that wants to kill me. Like, (laughs) the person that I hate the most and the person that hates me the most. Just so cruel, but that's what the government says to do. Um, But I mean, I obviously had a worse relationship with myself at that point. Like, i it wouldn't be fun, but it'd be bearable now um, yeah you just have to have music that you like and hobbies you know something artistic something, and I I'm going to be a hypocrite here because I'm going to say and this is just like objective advice you know whatever yeah I should follow it too but I choose not to at the moment like you really should have some form of exercise or movement that you like and do regularly because and it's that's another thing about getting older and i know i'm only 20 okay if you're listening to this and you're older than me and you're just like shut the fuck up maybe i have some sort of like fast pace aging i don't know i guess um the trauma associated with a semi-interesting life ages you but yeah, it. I can feel the need to exercise. It's not just, like, 14-year-old me googling, like, workout that will make me drop 20 pounds in 20 minutes. Like, it's not... Which, by the way, still baffles me that there's no way to change. I, but it's it's kind of, like, a nice little piece of knowledge once you accept it that, like... You can look at yourself in the mirror and you can literally hate every single thing about it in terms of like what your body looks like or even your facial features or whatever. But like in that moment, there is nothing you can do. There is nothing you can do to change it. There is no like solution. I used to like there's no button you can press to just like look different. It takes months and maybe surgery and, you know, it's just not worth it to be so caught up in something that you can't change in that moment. So if you're ever kind of looking at yourself before going out or just staying in and you just still don't like to be in your own presence because of how you look, just be like, well, what the fuck do you want me to do about it? Like, there's literally... It is impossible for me to change right now So I can either go about my business Or what Like what is the Alternative There isn't any so What was I saying God I need to stop going on these tangents Right yeah exercise Um. Which it, The word itself ugh, The connotations as holes in my Little brain is just Disgusting Makes me think of P classes, like the only P classes that I would participate in willingly were like gymnastics or dance, and I would. One of the reasons that I hated P so much, well, I guess badminton or tennis as well. I didn't mind, but one of the reasons I hated it so much is because I go so red so quickly, and it's so embarrassing because I wouldn't even mind if I was putting in, like effort, or it's not that I'm not putting in effort or wasn't, I mean I did give up then but if I was like, like my friend Lena, shout out girl, she's just, she is so sporty and athletic and she always has been as long as I've known her and if I was like yielding the results of my work the same way that Lena did, I wouldn't care if I was as red as literal Rudolph's nose. Ugh, what a horrible simile. So (laughs) childish. Anyway um yeah, if I was at least good at the sport or the whatever, I wouldn't care as much, but I'm telling you, I would literally like be so bad. I would literally walk over to be in goals or a back or whatever. And I would be so red and it was so embarrassing because we used to have English after after P one of the years, I can't remember, and I remember sitting at the back of English class just so red being like, girl girl you need like I don't know I don't know how the body works I don't know who is in charge of my complexion but you need to chill because it's horrific and it's so embarrassing and I think my English teacher was like Emma are you okay what's wrong once and I'm like but see we're all in our PE uniforms because you know you know that we just came from PE so why would you say that anyway another tangent what i'm trying to say is it is it is good to have some sort of movement because it's not just about like fitting in with people by being sporty or you know some like orthorexic kind of motives behind it it's literally the older i get i'm like my joints are so sore like I went to Athlone last week and just was carrying around I didn't have the car we went up oh yeah we got a lift up but um it's just walking around like holding shopping bags that's it just the stuff I'd bought and my shoulders the next day were like so painful it's horrific it's like girl go piss girl no just kidding just kidding I'm Ellen but um yeah it is yoga is so good and all you have to do is like stick on yoga with Adrian on YouTube or something like that and it kind of makes the time go quicker when when you just sort of get into it. And that's another thing if you're waiting for a workout or anything you're following to pass it's just going to be so painfully drawn out so... My advice is just kind of accept it. And if you really hate it, just don't do it. Just find a different kind of way of keeping, I don't know, arthritis at bay. That's how they really should market pee. That, see, that's the thing. and the, See, I used to always know all of these stats when I was really young because, I don't know, I was inundated with them, I guess. Because... Especially for our gender, I don't know what it's like, but when we were in school, they were really pushing health, health, health. It's no surprise that people my age, a lot of them have issues with food, um, or exercising because I like even food dudes. Food hated food dudes so much, and I used to stuff the peppers in my pink like raincoat pocket. And throw them out of my granny's house and I would cry because I felt so guilty. Because I would get the toys or whatever. Not even toys. Why did I feel guilty about getting a food dude's pencil that would break? That's messed up, man. What's that Sarah Lynn quote? It's too much, man. Um, yeah. Okay, I should probably shut up for a little while and play a song. How about we go Physical by Kylie Min... No, no. Olivia Newton-John. My two Australian queens, Kylie Minogue and Olivia Newton-John. Um yeah, because why not? Should I play the glee version? I, you know, I will because in honor of my friend Anya coming home from Spain, I will play the glee version. So enjoy. Them. god what a fantastic song Jane Lynch I I just love her Glee is really it's so I always forget how much it means to me I always go through phases of rewatching it now I will say I've never seen it fully through like the first three seasons are amazing and then it just gets worse and well you know honestly the first first season is amazing Um, and then the second one is good as well and then the third it gets a little bit worse and then I I've seen a few episodes from I think maybe I've seen season four once but yeah it's just not it doesn't hold up It's, it's a great show it's really good and it's so funny Like, especially the early ones, like, oh my god, Sandy, what's his name, Sandy, I can't remember, the teacher, Sandy Ryerson, oh my god, and Terry Schuster, and obviously Sue Sylvester, Principal Figgins, like, these characters are so, so brilliant and so funny, Um, and not to mention that, I mean, I was, when did it come out? 2009, I think, so I was eight, and I was watching it. With my family my mom and aunts and stuff and yeah it's where I like got to know most songs because my family is not really into music like that's why I've it took me so long to kind of figure out what music I like because all I knew when I was younger was now that's what I call music maybe an Il Devo CD if anyone knows what that is it's like an Italian opera band it's so weird my mom loves them or she did um i don't know if she still listens to them and musicals i guess so that's really all and abba but that yeah that was from mamma mia um but yeah glee is just it's it's so good and you know i was actually thinking about this um And I think it's what this kind of thought process influenced me very much. So when I was young, like a kid and then like maybe up to 16, 17, probably up to 16. um, I just had it, I guess I had been sort of inadvertently taught that You know, progress forward means that we are always existing in the time that is most progressive and, like, cleverest and smartest and most impressive. Um, You know, I always thought that we were so much better right now, or I guess whenever that was, like 2010, than the world had ever been. And so therefore everything in the past was worse. Which is so weird because I'm so like kind of eager to embrace the past now. And I'm so influenced by it. Um, Yeah, just then I really rejected anything that wasn't uber modern. And like I used to be so obsessed with the like minimalistic chic kind of black and white um modern interior design stuff like that which is so ugly to me now i don't get it it's like ugh i really i'm glad that i didn't keep going down that path because jesus christ could you imagine be like married to jeff bezos jeffrey bezos inside bob berdham you should watch it but yeah it's just it's so weird and even when i was really young i would not watch old movies like annie oliver i didn't like mom would try and make me watch them but which i appreciate because it's always good to have a good basis obviously um and now i wish that i was the cute little quirky kid that was such an old soul that she wouldn't watch the you know whatever's on tv she would watch her parents old tapes of now i used to watch like wonderly wagon i don't know if anyone has seen that and i did like that and some older shows but you know i wouldn't touch a black and white film or anything like that um so i always had this idea and i'm only kind of breaking it down now um i'm reading russell brand's book one of his books it's called my bookie walk it's really good i would really recommend it um Even if you're not a big fan of Russell Brand, the writing is incredible. It's just such a conversational... But... Like... Like... I don't even know how you describe it. It's it's so eloquent, but... Nearly awkwardly so. Like, it's so unnecessary, the way that he speaks. But it's so refreshing. I love it. Um, Or writes, I guess, but yeah and he's talking it's written in 2007 and in it he's talking about like maybe the 90s early 2000s that kind of period in his life and it's it only occurred to me like oh like he could be as funny as people are now back then um and i guess watching snl when i was younger i i really like the old stuff but the new stuff is not not great at all but um it's surprising to me still that people in the past could be as i guess yeah i've just always thought of anyone older than me as seriously like conservative and not funny in the same way that people are nowadays but it's weird isn't it it's weird how because it's obviously like entrenched in capitalism that idea because you know we as people must strive to move forward through research and development and we must stray from the archaic past that our ancestors lived in like it's it's weird to realize basically that people your parents age or your grandparents age were as funny as you and your friends are when they were young i guess that's that's what i find it hard to wrap my head around um but yeah i mean it's an important thing to think about because helps you relate to people much easier. You know, there will come a time when all of us, me and whoever's listening, are going to be the old people. And, you know, our Vine references, which are already kind of dated, they won't be funny anymore. People will be like, kids will just think we're, you know, old conservative people that don't understand... The way forward or the correct way of life that they've grown up with but is so alien to us. Um, so scary. I don't want to grow up. How do I join Peter Pan's Lost Boys? I guess I can't. It's too misogynistic that world. Ugh! Anyway also I'm I'm too old to be talking like this like maybe if I was 13 Lamenting growing up. It's like girl. You should already be grown up like People get married and have kids at your age. Come on now whatever Um, Yeah, it's rough. It's rough being me. Okay, I will put on young hearts run free by Candy Staten Yeah I don't know any of her songs other than this, but I'm sure you know this song. It's just one of those ones that everyone knows, but, um, yeah, enjoy. Okay, pretty good, um, yeah, that song is just a nice little, nice little boost if you're having a rough time, but, you know, it's nice and groovy, as the kids say, (laughs) um, yeah, but I actually have been having quite a good time mentally lately, which is weird because, um, I've had some stuff going on, or some stuff happen, which has not been ideal, in the slightest. But, that really is the only way to know if you're doing well. Like, have it tested, you know? Obviously, you don't want it tested when you're just beginning to kind of, I don't want to say recover, but like, learn to deal with whatever your childhood or experiences Has resulted in Whatever sort of mental disorders you have um, Yeah, it is really more Learning to deal with them Which is shit You know, you just oh, I expect it anyway When you start working on yourself And whatever Doing what you should I, I expected it to result in I don't know Not feeling bad in any way shape or form which is not not realistic it's not going to happen I don't think anyone experiences that and if you do you're boring and ugly and I hate you but yeah as Anthony Hopkins playing C.S. Lewis in Shadowlands says suffering is a gift from God I don't agree with that but And I know it's sort of the root of, um, is it Buddhism? This idea that you have to suffer to reach nirvana. Is that Buddhism or is it Hinduism? I'm going to go with Buddhism. And if I'm incorrect, blame it on the Irish school system. Because they promised us that they would teach us other religions other than Christianity. And they did not they did not in the slightest they just taught us that abortion was wrong and that weird bishop kevin whatever his name is the awful one of our parish is is that bishop oh i don't know you know the freaky like insane bishop that is literally on par with trump yeah that's all we would talk about how he like is acceptable and like a good person (laughs) fuck that guy as long as he's, like, not in the Illuminati. I hope he doesn't curse me. Ugh, as if he's gonna listen to this. Also, maybe his name is not Bishop Kevin. I think I might be just thinking of, um, Bishop Brennan from Father Te Oh, do you know what? It doesn't matter. But, yeah. To go back to my original point, suffering, I guess, it seems like it's sort of part of the deal. It's a raw deal, but it's part of the human existence. Um, Which is why we have so many addicts in any form, because a vice will distract you or is meant to distract you from suffering because it's hard. But what I find helps is just kind of accepting it and waiting it out. You know, if you have a bad night and you're just feeling bad and there's no real reason, or if there is a reason, You just have to be like, right, well, okay. How am I gonna be as comfortable in this shit as possible? And that's when you turn to the things that you like. And that's how you... That's how you get through it, you know? Make it as easy as you can. Don't black out by drinking a liter of vodka and, like, cutting yourself, you know? It's just not worth it in the long run. Um... But Russell Brand's book is really kind of making me nostalgic for my past you know now not to the same extent I did not live to the same extent that he did you know he was a heroin addict um which is obviously not my goal but you know when you're looking back on kind of the times where you Saw yourself as as a lovable fuck up, and everyone else saw you as severely, severely mentally unstable. Um, it's easy to look back with rose tinted glasses and be like, "Oh, it was kind of fun though, blacking out drunk, wasn't it? Oh, it was kind of fun. Oh, I wish I could do that again. But really, it wasn't, because you're not remembering. You know, the awful anxiety you had for months after those incidents. Uh, The relationships that broke down. The fear that you got any time you got a text message notification. So, yeah. I don't know. It is hard, but like... And one thing I will say about addiction is... And it's an awful, it's it's really, it's not probably helpful at all, this kind of attitude. But my attitude is, if you let it get so bad that you're going to have to quit cold turkey, or choose death, essentially, you will never get... To just, you know, say drink. Like, you won't just be able to have a drink and go out with your friends. You will reach a point where you have to abstain from all alcohol so just don't reach that point because you're gonna have to give it up cold turkey and it's not gonna be fun so just restrain yourself not even restrain yourself actually I think this I think I heard Jordan Peterson talking about this I don't know who he was talking to yeah but he was basically saying like if you want to overcome an addiction or something you can't just be like right well I'm not going to snort coke anymore you have to replace you have to replace it with something worth your time you have to replace it with something that will stop you will give you a reason to kind of stop abusing whatever you're abusing Um, because otherwise you know You're not going to solve the root of the problem. Like everything comes from. An emptiness. That we're not okay with. You know. If you find yourself kind of. I don't know. It can. And I don't want to just reduce it to. Like alcoholism. Or taking drugs. Or smoking. Um. Or frivolous sex, or kind of settling for subpar relationships that make you feel like shit, or, you know, forcing yourself to work a job that you hate, or conforming, doing a course that you don't like just for your parents' sake, or not being who you actually are. Anything like that that That's what I'm talking about um, Anything that's punishing yourself Because you don't want to face the alternative um, you, you have to just make the alternative Worth facing, I guess um, It's up to you to change your life And my life's up to me That's a crass song um, Big A little A It's a really good song you should listen to it probably with the lyrics on the screen the first few times because if you are not a punk connoisseur just like i am not it's really hard to understand but it's a it's a really good song and it's a really good message um but yeah i don't know i guess it's yeah that's really the hardest part in life when you if you decide i mean a lot of people decide Not to. Or just never even think about it. And just go through life motionless. um, Sort of. Dealing with what's in front of them. Whatever cards they're dealt. And making the most of it. Which. Whatever. You do you I guess. But I. It's not really. I don't know. I don't. I don't live life like that. I try not to. I don't think honestly I have the choice to. But um. Yeah, just, it's really hard to, like, (laughs) decide you're going to work on, I don't know, being happy long term. But, you know, it's worth it. And even if it's not, like, what are you going to, what are you going to lose? The time is going to pass anyway, so you might as well do something constructive with it. And somebody told me that. And I was like Jesus. Because she was telling me. it's uh, If you have kind of. If you ruminate on thoughts a lot. If you find these thoughts. Going around and around in your head. For hours at a time. Or days at a time. And you can't. You can't escape them. You have to. It takes two minutes. Of not thinking about them. To. Break it to break the rumination so you just have to stick at it and make yourself like not ruminate for two minutes at a time like two minutes consecutive two consecutive minutes and I was like girl how do you do that though and she was like well it can take a few hours or no 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 she said it could it took her about seven years to master that and I was like Girl, I'm not doing that. Seven years? Are you <laughs> kidding me? Are you kidding me? I'm not doing that. She was like, well, Emma, the time is going to pass anyway. Like, those seven years are going to pass, whether you do it or not. So you might as well. Which is such a weird attitude to have. It's, all, It's. I mean, it's weirder that I never thought of it like that. But like, yeah, it's, yeah, that was a crazy lesson. I was like, Like, shit, the time will pass. I mean, it's so obvious, but not at the time it wasn't to me. And time does pass. Like, it really doesn't feel like it will sometimes, but my God. Like, and really, it's the only healer, I think. The only thing that will help you actually fully get over something is time and filling that time with experiences gotta keep yourself busy so you don't have time to be stuck in the past or you don't have a desire to be stuck in the past really um god once again just <laughs> i can't stop rambling i mean i guess i don't know is that what a podcast is i should really plan out these episodes but i just haven't creative enough to think of ideas, so I just sort of record and deal with whatever emerges from the crevices in my brain. Uh yeah. I'm gonna play some madness now. Uh have some fun. Enjoy. brilliant song so so funny um not even no not funny just like so tickles my brain um also i just remembered there that this is more for my ross listeners but if any of you are unemployed and i mean i guess 18 the red parrot is hiring um we were in there like a week ago and the man who owns it, or manages it, I don't know if he owns it, but he was really stressed. And he was like, girls, you tell people that, like, we're hiring. Um, it's not just for somewhere. though. It's not. A pet is not just for Christmas. So, uh, I, I nearly would have said, yeah, I'll work or I'll interview. But I'm going to Dublin again in September, so. Yeah, and also I'm super busy. I'm super busy these days. Uh, yeah, I know two songs on the guitar, so I need to kind of keep that up. And I'm reading a book. Um, yeah, reading is just great. I, As I said, I'm reading Russell Brand's book, which I accidentally am reading because Mom just brought it home from work. They seem to have a... leave a book... For someone to take kind of section um, and she just for some reason knows that I like Russell Brand I don't know why I wasn't like sycophantically raving about him through the house for the last few years I am now though because I'm reading his book um, but yeah she just got it for me which is great um, it's very honest It's very objective kind of he doesn't hide the shitty things he's done or the shitty things that have happened to him and he doesn't sugarcoat them or um, present them prefaced with a kind of oh look at me I'm so sad this is my sad story or I feel so bad for doing this like I would never do this now blaming it on other things he just tells it like or he tells his version because obviously you can't be factual and accurate when you're retelling things because you just don't remember things like that but um, you don't remember them correctly you remember your version and you know we can't contextualize everything because then it would take 40 years to understand his 40 years or whatever age he is I don't know um 45 Mm, not sure but yeah he's great and it's weird because it's made me think I mean I don't know if I'll ever get to a stage in my life where I can ride a autobiography and people will care about it but you know maybe I'll just write it for the sake of it because once again I am allowed to you know the Nazis didn't win so yeah we do have a little bit of freedom right now um touch wood hopefully that stays that way for my lifespan but yeah maybe I'll just I'm sure I'll get bored when I'm like 50 just have a book like my kids read it i don't know but um yeah when you read autobiographies you're kind of thinking well i do this i'm i think like what stories would represent my life as accurately as i could or you know kind of aid the retelling of how the current me came about Um, And it makes me think of the things I remember because obviously I'm sure I have a hundred times more stories that I just have forgotten. But um, there's some like real random moments that I remember quite vividly and I've come to the realisation, this is not backed by science. I have not googled this. I don't know, but this is my hypothesis and I will be sticking to it. I think that you remember things for a reason even if that reason isn't apparent now you know I think that memory will be used at some stage of my life either I'll have learned something from that or it'll be a funny story or it'll be applicable to a situation I find myself in I don't know otherwise memory is just real arbitrary and weird like there's no reason that I should remember vividly in second class when my friend whispered to me my pencil just gave me a bright idea and my teacher like gave out to us and asked me to <laughs> asked me to tell her what my friend whispered to me and I had to say that in front of the Like, that's a stupid story, but I will go to my grave remembering that. Um So I don't know, maybe maybe I'll be captured by pirates and they will make me walk the plank if I don't tell them a story about second-class me being told off for having ears, I guess? For hearing? I, I didn't even say anything. Anyway. Um, yeah. hope everyone's doing well. I mean that. I really hope everyone is handling things well. And, like... Just try and get out in the sun. Like I've always found this really hard, you know, when you'd be younger and your parents be like well, my parents' be like, get out you know, you should be playing outside like normal kids. Why are you crying and reading Jacqueline Wilson outside? Um and I'd always be like, And do what? Do what outside that I can't do from the comfort of my own bed. But you know, do whatever, listen to music Talk to yourself. Um, play with a animal if you have any. Paint, I guess. Or if you're meeting your friends, just sit outside. Read. Anything. Try and get outside when the sun is shining because... I don't know. Vitamin D, it's good for you. And also, vitamin D is meant to protect against COVID, which is why it gets better during the summer and worse during the winter. So... Yeah, just do it. It's not It's not going to do you any harm anyway. Unless you burn, I guess, wear sunscreen. But yeah, and then my little task for you is just do something in your comfort zone. People are always telling you to go out of your comfort zone. Just if you have a night off, I don't know, do you guys work? I don't at the moment, but... If you just allocate yourself a few hours to do things you like doing. Just be on your own and have a good time. And give yourself permission to have that time where you just like, don't feel guilty about whatever. Watching Netflix or as long as you're not like harming yourself or others or yeah, just do whatever. Have some fun. Not even fun, just be content. Just make those few hours as good as they can be, okay? Um, Right, we'll probably end it now. With what song? Hmm. Okay, Uh, this doesn't need an introduction, but I hope you... I mean, most of you probably don't listen to the last song, but if you want, just... Do the dance, immerse yourself in this song, forget everything, and just have a good time, okay? So, I'll see you, or I'll, you'll hear me when you hear me. Okay, bye. <laughs>
1: Shut sure.